Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhard, and I'm your host. All right, so question for you. What does it mean to know something? To truly know something? This, this is a topic that I have just been kind of ruminating on for a really long time. Uh, and, and honestly, it kind of precipitated the change your thinking, change your life uh, podcast. But what does it mean to know something? What is knowledge anyway, right? And so I've really been kind of studying and, and many different sources to try to understand this. So I'm going to share a couple, well, more than a couple, quite a few examples of knowingness and, you know, let you decide what does knowing mean to you. So the the first kind of lower based type of, of knowing is uh, instincts or reflexes, right? So when babies are born, I think it's fascinating. I don't know how many I forget now, but... Um, newborns are born with way more, uh, reflexes and instincts, and then they grow out of them. So there's a specific kind of development of the, these reflexes that they have when they're born to keep them safe in this environment. And then they grow out of as their body gets used to being here. It's fascinating. So how do they know? How do they know that? Right. Think about animals. I, I love watching nature programs and, and um, migration patterns have always been fascinating to me. They just know how, right? Okay, another kind of knowingness is when people say, I believe, or a belief, right? And a belief is a program. We talk about that a lot here. Basically, most of our programming that we currently operate in our adulthood, unless you're becoming uh, very aware and consciously attuned to that, was actually downloaded into you in the first seven years of your life. So before you were consciously aware, um, that's why you have preferences. That's why you have the certain values that you do. That's why you have, um, you know, beliefs and assumptions. Um, That's why you celebrate holidays the way that you do, or put the toilet paper roll on the way that you do, or tie your shoes. There's programs for everything that we were given to be successful and safe um, in in the first seven years of life. Um, Jesuit priests long, long time ago said, give me a child until he's the age of seven and I will show you the man. And basically, you know, that was their, their um, reasoning for having lots of, uh, um, uh, different services for children, because if we can teach them, you know, the, the format and background of the belief system that we have in the first few years, then it will stay in them and, and show up in their lifetime. Okay. That, so our belief, our programs, that's a certain type of knowing, right? So if I were to say, Hey, how, how do you, um, you know, how do you tie your shoe? You go, this is how I tie my shoes. Right? So in essence, you're saying, I know how to tie my shoes like this. And if I said, well, you could do it like this. You say, no, this is how we tie my shoes. Okay. You know it. Okay. Another type of, of knowing is having faith, right? Having faith or hope that something is going to happen. 
usually your faith and hope comes from programming that was given to you by an authority figure of some kind, right? And it can be everything from, you know, a, a belief in an afterlife when we die to um, a faith that everything's going to end up okay in life to a faith in a, uh, that, that uh, you know, I, I was working with somebody the other day. She has a very strong faith that every time something good happens in her life, something's going to come to screw it up. She has faith in that system because it's pr been proven over time in her life. Okay. And her parents taught her that. So that's a different kind of, of, of knowing. Okay, now let's get, get to what most people say when they say, I know something. They, they, they say, I have knowledge of, right? So knowledge is, is facts and theory, right? You're learning something. So, you know, the other day when my, my daughter Ellie was watching a video to, uh, you know, how do you repair a shoe, right? She can say, I know a little bit about how to repair a shoe because she's watched the video, right? If you read a science textbook, you can say, I know something about, you know, whatever you're reading. Um, you have facts, you have theory, right? So some people would say that's a knowing. If I can go take a test and explain to you this thing, I know this. Now, the next kind of knowing is an experiential knowing, right? Where you have, uh, you know, an experience. So it's not just a, Hey, I watched this video on how to repair a shoe. Now I actually went and did it right. It's not, I learned this thing on cell theory. I now saw it under the microscope. Um, you know, so whatever you're learning, you can say, no, actually I have an experience of this. So it's more than just theory. It's now experience, right? And, and the next is this reflection. So it's not just experience, but you're reflecting on your experience. So you're saying, hey, listen, I watched that video on how to, how to repair a shoe. I did the repair on the shoe. And having somebody ask you questions around what was that like for you? What worked easy? What didn't? What do you want to do better for next time? Right? So that's an experiential knowing. Okay, that's different than reading something in a book. And then there's kind of what I call a heart knowing. So this is where you have an experience and you reflect and you also have a judgment on the other side of it. So let's say you, you did the process of the, the shoe repair. And then at the end you said, I hated that. It didn't feel good. None of it worked for me. You know, so you have this judgment of like, nope, repairing shoes is not for me. You know, repairing shoes is not for you. Now on the flip side, you could have had a great experience and everything could have turned out really well. And you know, you know, that, that repairing shoes is right for you. And so there's a knowing that comes from your feelings and your judgments about your feelings that you're like, yes, this is what I know. So when somebody says, Hey, list your strengths, and, you know, shoemaking is an option, you will know whether you check that box or not. You will know that, okay? Another way to know something is through intuition, okay? This is um, something I've been developing uh, for the last several years really intently um, and intentionally. An unexplained knowing, 
I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a conversation and my intuition has spoke to me and I know exactly what's going on. And if you observe me, you could say, Michelle, how you, there's no way that you would know that that's happening. Well, it's unexplained, right? But it's still a knowing. And, and what about wisdom? Now, how, do, how does that play in? Wisdom, I think, is the ability to, uh, I always say, bob and weave. So, you know, something is coming at you and, uh, you know, you've got all these problems or issues or challenges and you just have this knack of like bobbing and weaving and knowing that if I go over here and I do this thing, it, it's going to be okay. And, oh, I want to avoid that person or, or I want to avoid this situation. You just know I'm supposed to move my body here. I'm supposed to go there. You can't really explain it, but it's just a, a knowing. Sometimes it's from your programming. Um, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a great book called Blink talking about experts. That's where the, the term, uh, you know, you're a master if you have 10,000 hours doing something, uh, because you, you've had so much experience, you've downloaded into your subconscious, a program for doing that thing successfully. So masters have an ability to bob and weave and go around problems or issues that other people cannot because they've spent so much time. They have a knowingness inside them Again, you go back to that belief in programming and it's just a whole nother level of that. Okay. So what does it mean to know? I don't know. (laughs) And if I don't know that about myself, think about that. Like, okay, if I'm having a, a conversation with you and I'm talking about something I know, what level of knowingness is that for me? Do I stop to think about that? And I can tell you, honestly, I don't. I just know that I know, but I don't know where I know that from or what kind of knowing that is. And so here I am in this conversation and I know this and I'm, you know, you're, you're conversing with me and you probably haven't checked in on that. So you don't, you know that, you know, but you don't know how, you know, it's like being able to have a conversation about research, but not knowing how to cite your source. Right. I know I read this somewhere, but I can't remember where. Right. That really wouldn't hold up in a in a um, (laughs) evidence based uh, conversation. Right. So how do you know which one of these really kind of suits your fancy? What kind of knowledge do you tend to, I guess, hang your hat on? Now. Here's, here's a twist to all of this. This is really cool because when you really start to think about this, it just blows all of this out of the water. So your brain, specifically your pineal gland, okay, attached to your pituitary as well, your pituitary and your pineal gland, they have this, this dance that they do. I, I wish you could see me. I'm like, I, it's, it's fascinating. Blows my mind. Okay. So these parts of your brain, these are actual physical parts of your brain. Okay. They do not know the difference between something that is real and something that's imagined. So this is why, you know, if, if you, um, 
are watching a scary movie, you have the feelings of being in the movie because your brain doesn't know, oh, we're not, we're just watching a show. We're not, you know, we're not actually in the movie. Or this is why it's so dangerous to have, um, you know, uh, trauma and, and drama as a child, because that child, even though they might not be in harm, um, if they interpret that they are, they have all of the stress hormones and feelings in their body that they are. Okay. This is why when you're sitting and you're, you're thinking about a scenario and how bad it can go, your brain goes, Oh no, we're in that scenario. And so you'll have all of the feelings. Okay. We don't want to do that by the way. Um, but this is also how you can do the same thing where you can think about the best case scenario and your brain goes, oh, that's awesome. Yay. I'm glad we're there because it literally feels like you're there. This is why meditation is so awesome because, um, again, your brain doesn't know that, you know, we're just sitting here in the chair and, uh, it thinks that maybe we're traveling somewhere or we're just in this deep state of peace. So think about that. If your brain doesn't know the difference between something that's real and imagined, uh, is imagining knowing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a lot of answers for you guys on this one today. I'm just saying I'm thinking about these things and this is very interesting. So I, if you would be okay to maybe think about these things with me, um, check in on yourself and figure out what kind of knowing do you kind of, you know, incorporate into your life. Are there, there's some of these knowings that you don't have, or maybe you're not aware of. Um, can you think of any other kinds of knowing? Uh, please reach out and let me know. This is, I think, something that I'm going to um, actually set aside and, and I'm, I'm going to do some work on this. Maybe, maybe this will turn into something later on down the road. I don't know, but I, I do think it's uh, fun to play around with these ideas. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.